You have located Geekfest Rants, the entertainment podcast for genre geeks like you. Shall we play a game? Covering the world of vintage and current film and television since 2010. Game over, man. Game over. Featuring in-depth conversations on sci-fi, horror, fantasy, comics, toys, and conventions. So say we all. So say we all. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show. Ah, there you are, my friends. Once again, I am Hondo Onaka, and welcome to Onaka Transport Solutions. I hope you enjoyed the festivities last night. Nothing is too good for my newest associates. <laughs> and tell me, what did you think of my many, many ships? That Corellian is a fast one, eh? <laughs> you passed my first test. There's always a few bombs the first time out. But today, you are ready for my deal of a lifetime. And with no questions asked. Well, I can tell you, that is just the beginning. Oh, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, my fine friend. What seems to be the matter now? A problem? I don't recall a problem. I believe we sorted out those supplies last night. That's ridiculous. I would never risk lives over a little profit. There is not a single time I have done that. Well, I did say single time. Ah, well, never mind. Look, what is a few repairs between friends? Trust me. Hi everybody and welcome once again to GeekFest Rant. My name is Carlos Perone and today we are going to cover three visits three different visits to Galaxy's Edge here in Florida's Hollywood Studios, Disney. Finally, finally, we got a chance to do it. And initially it was going to be just a one-shot, you know, first impression, but then we were able to go two more times so that we were able to kind of fill in all of the other things that we weren't able to do on the first trip. So hopefully this will give you a, a snapshot of what is waiting for you here if you ever get the opportunity to come to Hollywood Studios and visit Galaxy's Edge. And today, I also have Kyle helping me to describe what we've seen. So let's get started. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special news bulletin direct via satellite from our on-the-spot task force. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Thank you, Bob. It's Mort. Mort, yes. I am Ted Baxter, and here is the news. Galaxy's Edge. We went. 
We actually were able to kind of sneak out there and get out there. We had a invitation for being uh, for pass holders that we missed. Uh, they sent out an invitation uh, last month, and I think it was basically if you don't reply within like 10, 15 minutes, your, your your slot is gone. And and by the time we got the invitation and we realized it was an invitation, it was too late, so we missed it. We were all bummed out. We did have plans on going this weekend, actually. By the time you hear this, it, everything will have passed already. But because of certain turn of events, as we were waiting for this hurricane to, to hit and things kind of slowed down and the weather was still good, we were like, hey park is technically open maybe we can take a shot going because maybe there won't be a lot of people there because of the hurricane people mm-hmm. might have uh, changed their plans and left and gotten the hell out of town so we were like you know and I, at the same time i'm thinking well this thing only opened up a week ago and people are saying that within an hour i think it was they were already maxed out and they were already turning people away from the from that area mm-hmm. or from the park i'm not sure so you know, it's like, oh, well, let's give it a shot. And uh, we got there and it was fine. It wasn't super crowded. No problems getting in. It was actually less crowded than than some of the typical summer days at other Disney locations that we, we've been to. We've been to other parks where in the middle of the summer, it's like a madhouse. But this wasn't that bad. Our goal was to maybe just take a peek. Just look at the streets and look at the things because we were like, you know what, doesn't matter. This weekend we're going anyway and we have we have a reservation so that we can we can kind of get into the the ride itself. So we weren't that crazy. But when we got there, there was an 80 minute wait on the on the ride. Yeah. So we were like, oh, should we do the ride? Shouldn't we do the ride? And I think my wife already got on the line because we were looking at some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. She was on the phone and then she just yeah, and, and then like, we were, where's mom? And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm on the line. I'm like, what? Okay. So we were like, ah, well, what the hell? Let's try. Let's see what happens. 80 minutes. Like, oh my God, 80 minutes. Well, off the bat, it didn't feel like 80 minutes. I think we were there for maybe an hour or less yeah, in the it, line. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it might have been just because we were all so excited. We didn't care. But, yeah, and because um, it was the first time. So yeah. everything we're seeing is new for the first time. So we don't, we, we're, we're like, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're like shocked. <laughs> yeah. So the, the line wraps around, well, for for an eighty minute line, for an estimated eighty minute line, I guess if the line is longer, there were reports that I think their line was three hours or four hours or some crazy amount of time. But the place where we started was basically near the Falcon. So the line then wraps around the Falcon, and you go all the way around the Falcon, the line. So while you're there, you take I'm taking pictures like crazy of, of everything and the Falcon and all the little nooks and crannies, and then the line takes you into a building next to the Falcon. You go through the first floor of that building. Which inside there's like a like a mechanic shop. Is that what it was? Yeah, there's like a like an engine in the middle, and and then you have and then like there's you can hear like voices like oh they're yeah. trying to test this out, and then it blows up or something, and then yeah. So you go you go through this thing, and you know it's the typical Disney maze of, of line queues, and yeah. and then at a certain point you go to a second floor. Mm-hmm. You're climbing up some steps, and you're on a second floor level, and you're still kind of watching the back of the Falcon. So people, are, you know, we're taking pictures. This way, you get a, a, a kind of slightly bird's eye view of the Falcon, and you, you know, I was able to take pictures from up there. And then you start to reach an area where you're actually now getting close to whatever the ride is. And and one of the hints, I mean, you're you're in an area where there is a video playing uh, of uh, Hondo, I think, kind of prepping you for what's coming. Mm-hmm. And then you walk into a room where there's the animatronics. Yeah, so Hondo is there as an animatronic, and he's basically introducing everybody to the Falcon. And then behind them, there's a screen where you see the Falcon basically redocking itself in a new dock, right? As if, as if it was moving from the spot that you saw it earlier. Yeah. And then there's also like another astromech that's like like messing around with the computer, and he's telling you about your mission. 
Which yeah. you're supposed to retrieve. You're something. supposed to get some cargo from a train. It's it's basically like like the the mission from Solo, the beginning, yeah. where it's like the train heist, only it's on Corellia. And, and are we um, retrieving cargo or are we retrieving uh, uh, coaxium? The cargo, I believe, is the coaxium. Oh, okay, okay. So you have to like get behind the. You have to get behind the uh, the train and you have to shoot at the thing until the coaxium comes Okay. Out. So, but that's that's the mission itself. So, we're, we're still being arranged, you know, we're still kind of queuing. Mm-hmm. So, after that room, they send you to another room that now you're going down these narrow corridors that start to lead into... In- now, granted, you're not inside that Falcon that we saw outside, that life-size Falcon, no. But you're in the building... Where it looks like you're inside the Falcon. So, yeah, because there's another, because the Falcon, there's a docking port on the side, either one of the sides or both of the sides or one side, there's a docking port where, like, there's no ramp. You can just stick it, stick a tube in it and you walk through. So I think that's how we get on board the Falcon is from that docking. Yeah, I, I'm not like, sure. I would like, have to I mean, see. I have it. the Falcon right here, like right, right here, Dad. One of those side <laughs> ones. I yeah, yeah, I don't know because I could have swore I took pictures of of both those sides. There was no connection. Well, no. Well, you don't. Yeah, you don't see it because it's in a different spot. I'm gonna have to go over it, my it pictures. Gets, it gets up because you're not gonna go through. Oh, here you're talking about because you're talking about you're talking about the the Falcon that's sitting there is not the it's not the location where we were at. No. No, the, the Falcon, Falcon moved because the Falcon moved to a new dock, okay, and we so get on board. As we the speak, side. as we speak, Kyle is I holding have the, the Falcon in my hand. Kyle is holding the Falcon from seventy nine or seventy eight, <laughs> and he's showing me where yeah. we got in, uh, even though I I don't exactly recognize so it. So I think because the the ship docks like well, these this, are the docks. So these, these are supposed to be airlocks. Yeah, it's an airlock, so we get yeah. through the airlock. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna put this back. Now. Yeah, yeah. You can put that back. Uh, be careful. That's very expensive. <laughs> The front, the front strut, uh, the front uh, landing gear is down. You have to straighten it. You have to, you have to, you have to bend it back into shape. There you go. Good, good. Oh my god. Oh my god. It took me so long to restore that thing. Be careful. Don't jump it. What you do? Okay. Anyway, so next up, we we walk to this other area, which again, like Hal said, we we're technically now the Falcon is in a different place, and we're entering the Falcon, and the hallways are now built to look like the inside of the Falcon's corridors. Those 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 yellow kind of whitish padded. Uh, circular hallways. You're starting to walk down these things, and you enter now the center of the Falcon, which is where the uh, the chest set and and the beds are built into the walls. Those little cubby holes. Yeah. And in there, there's a lot of stuff you can look at. A lot of Easter eggs. There's the training remote droid is in there. Yeah. Uh, there's probably more that we didn't notice yeah. it. But what's happening there is that that's where the attendants are are putting you into groups but you're allowed to kind of wander around there for a while yeah it's like a little central like hub you right. just get so to chill out for like a couple if you want to rush and get on the ride you just get online right away but if you don't want to rush and you want to look around you can do that you could sit down and we did that you can take pictures in the in the chess set area you could walk mm-hmm. around and take pictures in other different things which is cool because at least they're not rushing you through that middle thing so we 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 took pictures and then they gave us tickets so the ride basically works as a six-man crew. So depending on the the amount of people that go with you, you know you're going to have that that many uh, people. We had four people. It was four of us. So they gave us two tickets for pilots, two tickets for gunners, and they paired us up with another pair of people that were by themselves. I guess two, uh, and they were engineers. So we take those tickets and we 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 go through another hallway into the cockpit again. It's a recreation of the cockpit. It's a little. It's not exactly the same because obviously there's controls that you're going to be using that are not exactly like the set. 
but everything around you is 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 really really cool and detailed. I mean, I, as I was walking through the hallways, I was pressing all the buttons I could find anywhere, and some of them were actually reacting to your touch. Yeah. Some of them were not. Obviously, it's funny. We saw the close up of of one of these engines, and Kyle goes. Look, that looks like a door hydraulic, like a storm door. I'm like, for, a screen, like, for a screen door. Yeah, it's yeah. like a screen door hydraulic thing. I took a picture of it because that's exactly what they use. They used all kinds of weird items yeah. and then repaint them. And, and now that now it's a super futuristic Star Wars-y thing. But anyway, go on the cockpit and, and you know, we're all sitting in our positions and, and, and we all have our jobs to play. And it's similar to, in a way, so you ha- it's not 3D because you're not wearing glasses, no. You're viewing everything through the cockpit, so you're seeing a movie through the cockpit, yeah, but and the movie is the action. The way it. it's like projected, though, it's like wrapped around the yeah. thing. So, like, I think maybe there's like some sort of lens within the window, yeah. so it curves the image. Oh, yeah. a little you're bit. not seeing you're not seeing the machine. You're not seeing how things work. You know, like some rides in Disney, if you poke your head a little further out, you could see how it functions. No, this you're in you're in the cockpit, and that's yeah. all you see. The way that you're supposed to function is that you're supposed to get certain instructions. So at a certain point, something tells the pilot, uh, pitch up. And then the other pilot, pitch left. Uh, mm-hmm. The gunners, fire your guns, fire your guns. The engineers, fix the damage, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, a, what was that, space? Um, mission, space. mission space. Mission space. Where you're prompted to hit certain buttons to make the mission work. Well, this has that aspect of it. You're going to be prompted to do certain things. If you do them well, great. If you don't do them well, there's repercussions for what goes wrong. At the end of the mission... We, I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we actually did decent. Like we I, didn't do great. I, I was the pilot for the, you, you the left and right. I was the left Amanda. and right pilot. Amanda yeah. was the up and down up pilot. And, down. and like at first, I bumped into like two things like right away. Yeah. But yeah. then after a while, like I think I only crashed into like one or yeah. two more things later. But um, your mom and I were gunners, and the yeah. other people were engineers. And then, but, but Amanda who didn't know. How, like like I, I think she said something was up though with her stick. Like yeah. she couldn't go up and, and all the way or down. And she was also a hyperspace. Yeah. She was also engaging the yeah, hyperspace. Yeah, I, I think I was also shields, I think, or something. Because oh. I had to press, or I like the start button or something. I don't I don't know what exactly it was. But it was fun. Like, at least, like, I, I enjoyed going left and right yeah. on stuff and dodging stuff. And and the, the, the thing rocks also. Yeah. It, it, there is a motion aspect to the yeah, ride, it's too. Still so. like, like, it's still like Star Tours. Right. It's still it, like, it, it, you, it you reacts, can feel the movements. Yeah, you feel the stuff. movements. And when you bump into something, you hear, like, everything shakes. Yeah, the know? only thing that doesn't it doesn't have is the 3D aspect. Yeah, and that's fine. That's I, fine because it's more of a... Vi- it, it's what you're, it's all about your surroundings, yeah, really. Yeah, also because, yeah, if you have the 3D on, it's going to mess around with yeah, the, not, you with won't the be buttons able to see. and stuff. Right. Like, one thing, though, I, I found it difficult to do was to... To watch what was happening while I was doing yeah, the controls, it was distracting. Because I was like, because I don't want to. I just want to watch what's I wanna happening. Wanna, yeah, too. that's the same problem. You know? I want to watch the show. I don't want to press buttons. But it's yeah. like, but you have to press the button. Okay, I have to press the button. So what I ended up doing is I put my fingers on the buttons, and then I was watching the thing, and then I would just like do this because I, finding the buttons it's difficult when you're concentrating on what's happening in front yeah, of you. Yeah, because I had to like look down. I was like, okay, wait a minute, what's happening? Okay, so when know? it was over. Um, we walked out some of those hallways or different hallways, I think, and we saw some damage to the hallway. Again, depending on how bad you do, from what I understand, you can have like sparks or entire panels come off or, or yeah. indeed, uh, we didn't have any panels come off, but we saw some lights flickering behind the panels. Like there was some damage, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So... Again, depending on, on who you're paired up with, you'll do really good or really bad, you know, depending on. Yeah. So what was your overall, like compared to other Disney rides, like how, how, how would you rate it? 
Like I think the Pandora experience is a lot more like it, it's it's more beautiful. Like you're obviously not in control of the ride, right. so you just get to sit there and enjoy it. You know, like with this, it's though, visual. It's all visual. Yeah, this this I like. There's no interactivity. I like, I, and same thing with Star Tours. You don't have the right. interactiveness with it, and like you don't get to choose what happens really. But it's and I like it. It's like you're just watching a movie, but you get to feel like you're still being part of it. With this though, I absolutely loved it. I definitely think this is my favorite ride, like now, honestly, just because you get to control the Falcon. And I, I've seen all the, the all those like the Star Wars hater people on YouTube. They're all like, "Uh, you know, it's just a simulator. You could go to, uh, um, you know, you could go to Dave and Buster's and do the same thing." I'm like, I'm like, no, no, stop. You then see, I should suggest they do that because I'm telling. I swear, those people they just want views. They just want views. Well, that's that's that, money. It's, it's, it's a money. Pop, it's a trend. It's a trend now to hate Star Wars now. It's just, it's just like, come on. Well, I, I would say that I still enjoy, for the technical capability, for, for me being blown away by something completely different, I still like the Avatar ride better. Y- yeah, I'd say in that point, yeah. But as far as Star Wars rides go, this is the best Star Wars ride that's out there. You know, before we had Star Tours. And Star Tours, you know, you first you had just a movie in motion, then you had 3D and motion. They, you know, they upgraded yeah, Star this is now something completely different in terms of the interactivity. This is the type of ride where I wouldn't mind doing it over and over because I'm going to notice more new things over and yeah, over. Yeah, and, and also because you can the, – the coolest thing I think is that you can just get better at piloting the yeah. ship. Right. And then yeah. you get to experience – there's three stations. And there's the other jobs. And, right. So like yeah. I don't know what an engineer was. I heard what he was doing, what they were doing. But until you physically do it yourself, you don't know if that's a good thing to do or not or whatever. Yeah. It didn't feel too short. It didn't feel too long. I wish it was longer, but well, it's, of it, course. it didn't feel it didn't feel like short. Short. It's a but. little difficult. Also, you know, one negative aspect I would say is because you're in the cockpit and because you're not just watching a movie screen uninterrupted and unobscured, you have to look through the through the ribs of the cockpit and through the glass of the cockpit. So sometimes it was a yeah. little difficult to kind of see what yeah, was some, happening. Yeah, sometimes you have to like, like I had to like lean in a couple times. Yeah. Like, is that a pipe? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah. it's, it's again, you, you have to learn the ride to get better at the ride. Yeah, exactly. So I can't, I want to, I want to be able to ride it at least and two we had more a, times. We had a, a, a seatbelt. Yes, we did have seatbelts because the, the, because of the rocking back mm-hmm. and forth, there is, it is not super crazy seat. I don't think it was as violent as Star Tours. I think Star Tours does no, more Star violently. Wars, yeah, Star Tours, they like lean you more. Right. And, and then they stop, they lean I you was sideways. Kind of, like I was kind of hoping I could go upside down at one point, but they wouldn't no, let me. No, that wasn't called for. <laughs> no. So that was our, our, ex- our first experience with the Millennium Falcon ride. We did walk around most, not all, but most of the uh, the land area. We went into these little tiny shops that are in the open marketplace area, which I'm sure they have a specific name for them and stuff like that. And they do have the little trinket kind of shopping things where, where they have, like, I guess what you could call the cheaper end stuff. Then we went into an area where is a uh, like an antique shop, which again, all this has actual names. We'll, we'll talk about them eventually, but that is where they have the really, really cool, more high-end collectibles. Keep in mind, these are not Hasbro toys. These are specifically made items for the park. This is something they announced way back. You know, you're not going to find any of these type of collectibles anywhere other than a Disney park, especially, you know, a, a Galaxy's Edge kind of park. We went into a food place, which was okay. 
everything is themed. We the first thing actually the first thing we did was we went to the bathroom oh, and yeah. we wanted a Star Wars bathroom. And I actually took a picture of the Star Wars bathroom. It's a Star Wars bathroom. It's a Star Wars bathroom. Um, but uh, everything is in character. The all the actors, all the salesmen, everybody is in. They tell you these sayings that are ha- specific. Ha- yeah, half of them they'll tell you like. Could like those sayings, and half of them will just pretend like they can't understand your language. So then they'll just like point that way. <laughs> that's that's what happened when I asked to go to the bathroom. The guy was just like, like if you could see my face, right now, he was just like, like that's what he did. He just pointed and he smiled. I guess and they have to. Know. They have to break character at some point. If you're having a stroke, they're not going to ask you for a special password. Yeah, or but it, like he he would basically pretend that like he didn't understand yeah. what I was saying really. But he was just like, go that way. Yeah. So and yeah. the other thing is that. There are no signs in English anywhere. Everything is in. Well, they are, but it looks like 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 the like the cantina. It's like in a special stylized art, but you can tell what it says. But but I'll, but and, but and like underneath, they'll have Arabic. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's and and so yeah. They're, they're, I'm used to going to Disney parks, and and you have these signs in the corners that tell you, uh, you know, yeah. Africa this way, uh, t- you know, Asia that way. Yeah, a lot Here, of the, you don't see that. a lot of the places don't even have signs at all. Like the antique shop. That's all, my point. The only way you know is because there's a bunch of statues in front. Right, that's my point. My point yeah. is that you have to kind of study this or be familiar with it to kind of know your way yeah, around. Yeah, because we were getting lost, and it, I mean, it's a big, it's a, it's like the, it's like three I, times I, the size of Pandora. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say it's bigger than Pandora, and they're still adding that other ride too. That's right. The second ride is not open. It's opening December fifth, which yeah. is this is the indoor one. There's a cart that takes you to all these different yeah. Empire like the, locations. I love the Millennium Falcon ride. I I can't wait for this one. This one's probably gonna be really cool too. Yeah, and uh, there were other stores we didn't go in. We didn't go into the build your own lightsaber place. We didn't go into your build your droid place because I think at a lot of these places you have to uh, put down a reservation on your credit not, card. Not necessarily a reservation, but you have to be up there and be like, "Yes, I'm going to buy something." But that's why you and have then to you pay up. That's and then they why they they ask you for a reservation. I, I saw online that you have oh, to sign up. A reservation? Part okay. of the the part of the reservation includes a, a deposit. Oh, okay. So now you might not have to spend all the money that you you're putting down, but at least they don't want you just going there as a looky loo just to look around. At least not now. Yeah, but we'll see. I think with the Droid Factory though, you can go in because they have other products around in yeah. that building. They just have like half of it is. Well, I think the lightsaber. The lightsaber yes. though, yeah, you have to you now, have to buy in something. this antique place. Which what's it called again? Do you remember the name um, of the antique? Doc Dar's Unique Antiquities. What yeah, that place. You don't need anything to get in, but oh Den my of, god, Den of Antiquities. Yeah, man, did they have some cool lightsabers there on display? Yeah. They had the they one, had the Ahsoka Ahsoka's. ones, which yeah, I see. I saw you took a picture. Yeah, oh, oh my god, man. I want. I'm drooling I want over those. Get, uh, but they're unfortunately they're like 200 bucks two, without well, blades. Yeah, without yeah. an extra 50 per blade. So you're talking about 300 dollars to get those two lightsabers. Yeah, which, then, if you think about it, compared to the other ones, it's about 150 a piece, which is not outrageous compared to the other ones. Yeah. But it's still more expensive, and it's still too much money. So yeah. it's like it doesn't then, matter. But also, I think I think yeah, the only new ones that aren't like based on the FX yeah. ones are those Ahsoka ones, and then the Jedi Temple Guard one, which oh, is the yellow blade. Jeez, that's which nice. is I think that one's that one's actually one of the cheaper. You ones. You didn't notice though. a Palpatine blade, did you? No. Not yet. No. They're, eventually, they got to do had, that. They had they had all the other ones except for Fisto. Yeah, and then they had the Ahsoka, and then they had the Jedi Temple Guard. But yeah, I don't think they had any other ones. So yeah, there's a, there's a couple of other places to eat, which we didn't get a chance to. 
obviously we only went to one. Yeah, place. there's the there's the Blue Milk Station, which we'll save for the weekend. Oh, that place was so crowded. Yeah, and there was also another place where they do like a Spitfire roast. Yeah, at the, least uh, they have an animatronic of a, of the torture yeah, droid the Ronto, cooking meat. The Ronto roasters. Ronto yeah. meat. Yeah, there was also outdoors the ships. The you know those those replicas of the there was an yeah. A wing, there was an X wing, and there was the. First order Kylo Ren shuttle. Yeah, we took pictures. I think of, yeah. of them, and we took some pictures of you know professional pictures there where they take yeah. your picture. And there's supposed to be like a lot of character, like the it looks like. And I was looking online too. Everything, all the character meet and greets are random. Like they'll randomly have the stormtroopers come out. They'll randomly have Chewbacca come out. They'll randomly have Ray and BB-8 come out. Okay, and they'll also they also do like a stage show. By the first order section where they, but it's it's also random per yeah. day. I so guess you, you can't at you this can't, rate. You, you can't just tell. have to find them and be like, oh wow, because like it's part of the immersion too. It's like oh, you just walk in and then there's like and then there's a part where Kylo Ren will come out of the ship and along with like a first order officer and some stormtroopers and he'll do a speech. And then there's also like a resistance spy named V who she has her own novel now that they released, which is that novel that we saw at Walmart. Yeah, that's the character and she's walking around and then. There's also like a they'll have like a shootout at like these oh, um, okay. these like pipe area yeah, we didn't see any of things. That there's there's two areas I think where they can have the shootouts and it's there it's next to the first order thing and then next to the resistance uh, area but we didn't see any of that really too much we saw Chewbacca for a second and some stormtroopers but that was it the other thing that I would say that that is a little disappointing or at least it maybe because it's not there yet is that they don't seem to have a sit down table service restaurant well technically it's oh oh like yeah i know you're talking yeah, about I know, like, most most res- most parks have your 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 counter service your sit down place and then your your cafe yeah, i think the caf the the cantina is technically supposed to be that but it's more geared towards drinks that's another place we didn't go to the cantina we haven't gone yet. there there's a line to get into the cantina yeah. so yeah the cantina i guess it's the it's that would be the more expensive because it's yeah. alcohol and drinks and stuff yeah like I, that. I i need to check again i think they have food too but i'm not sure mm. now the other thing also that is a little disappointing and again for now at least is that they don't have a nighttime like fireworks or they, or, they or still, is it from the other place it's from the other it's they still have the star wars fireworks that they usually have but it's have from the there. other but you watch them i mean maybe the, yeah. maybe you do have a view from it there i don't know maybe. i don't know i know they have um well no you wouldn't because the, the projections are all against the front of the park yeah you, you wouldn't see be, any of the projections you have to be there you might see the fireworks but you won't see the projections yeah you'll probably hear the music and the fireworks but you won't be able to see the, the other thing is also that you don't have those massive stores that you have on the more traditional parks this is more, this model is more of a pandora model where your main store is a small store it's not you know you're not going to find generic like I said before, Hasbro or even generic Disney stuff. No, Everything is specialty yeah. made for that land. Yeah, it's supposed to be more immersive. Like you're not going to find right. any Mickey Mouse pins in that area. Right, you're not going to find uh, you, photo albums. I you're not going to find lollipops. I couldn't find the, the program for the rest of the park. I could only find... Outside. I yeah. could only find the Galaxy's Edge maps. Right. Yeah. The other thing that, that we also did not do that we'll probably end up doing at some point, especially with Amanda, is all of the interactive phone stuff. There's a yeah. lot of stuff on the walls that interacts with your phone, especially with your smartphone. Especially on the line, on the line for the Yeah, Falcon. there's, there's a, a lot of stuff that tells you stuff. You're collecting yeah. things. You're you're interacting with things. Messages that you don't understand because it's in a it's in Arabesh and stuff like that. Yeah. So we haven't even touched any of yeah, that Yeah, I think yet. technically... It's it's the My Disney Parks app, so I think it's like you and, um, yeah. and mom have it. 
Yeah. I can't fit it on my phone. <laughs> no, it's, it's again, this, I, I kind of see this as a little preview. Hopefully this weekend we'll get a little more deep into it. Yeah. But, uh. we only spent like, I think like three or three yeah, hours yeah, in there. And to tell you the truth, that's not bad. You know, for me, to being able to see the main ride and being able to go into a couple of shops yeah. for three or four hours, that's not bad. I like I like going there a short amount of time. You know, I don't want to spend the entire day in the park. You know, if you can do that, great. If not, that's fine. Yeah, I just, I want to spend the entire day in that section of the park just because. But, but you know what? <laughs> to really explore it comfortably, cooler weather, we got to get away from these, uh, you know, 90 degree days. Well, we're going to have a hotel for this, this weekend. Right, so, so that, that'll, that'll, that'll be fine, but but... Being able to visit this in the fall and the winter will be the yeah, best, like, especially when I the wanna, second ride opens. Also, because like, my, my birthday is two weeks after the ride opens, right, so it'll be I ready. just I want to be there for my birthday with right, my family. I don't right. care. So that's that's going to be yeah. hopefully good. But jump to Saturday now. This weekend we were able to spend two days this time at the park, specifically for Galaxy's Edge. We we managed to squeeze in a couple little extra things while we were at Hollywood Studios. But let's start Kyle with Saturday. We checked in at the hotel uh, late morning, and by noon already, we were at Galaxy's Edge. We arrived, you know, at uh, Hollywood Studios, and the first thing we did off the bat was we went to eat something. Now, as we said earlier, we already ate at the other place, the the counter service kind yeah, of place. Yeah, the Docking Bay 9. Right, but this second time around, we were we were shooting for the, I forget what the name of it is, but it's where we get the Ronto. Me too, the, the Ronto Roasters, yeah. Yeah, Ronto Roasters, Ronto Wraps, whatever. Yeah. And... I don't remember if we said how it works, but the, the display area is that that torture droid. But instead of torturing droids, he's he's roasting meat. Yeah, over pod racer. Yeah. Now, from all the different places that we ate, which in reality the, that's the second place. Which was your favorite? I mean, I, I there's other things on the menu for Docking Bay Nine. Like we had the uh, like it was a shrimp and noodle uh, dish, which was it was good. It was a little spicier than what I thought, but it was still good. But I really, really liked the Ronto Roaster more. And I thought originally that was going to be just like a sausage on a, on a pita. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But there was more but, stuff in there yeah, than there I was, thought. Um, yeah, there was, the, there was like this like thin like sausage with like little strips of uh, pork inside too. And uh, some coleslaw. Like, like a coleslaw kind of thing. Yeah, it was really good. And it had like this like nice like ranchy type of stuff in it or something. Now, the funny thing about the food, obviously... It's always overpriced. You cannot get away from overpriced food, period. Okay? Yeah, you're at Disney. That's you're at right. Disney. You're going to pay at least, I would say, anywhere from 30 to 50% more than what you're buying should cost. If you were to buy it at a, I don't know, at a, at a mall, uh, at a food court, you know, a regular food court type of scenario. But, okay, that's a given. However, most times, when you're paying a little more at Disney, the food actually is good. So... As far as this, you know, initially when I looked at this, oh, all they're doing is these little Ronto pita sandwiches, mm-hmm. and and then I saw the price like twelve ninety. I was like, oh my god, twelve ninety nine for a little pita sandwich that normally should be costing maybe six yeah. bucks. It was it was really good. I, was that was really my good. that was my favorite thing that I got to eat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was. It, it, I don't want to say it was worth it, it but it was good. <laughs> it was pretty filling too. I think it was worth it. <laughs> Now, one of the goals we had on that Saturday was, first of all, we, we initially went on purpose later because we wanted to be able to see the park at night, or at least when it got dark. We wanted to see it lit up to see how they light it up. And our goal was to also try to make up going into some of the places that we didn't get to go, you know, that Monday, that previous uh, Labor Day Monday. So 
First place we went to uh, was the, the Build-A-Droid building, which initially I was under the impression that that was only like by reservation and you had to pay ahead or something like that. And that's true if you want to reserve building a droid, which cost about a hundred bucks a pop. It's yeah. like, oh my God. And that particular droid, I can't really tell you if it's been sold before. I mean, I know they've had remote controlled droids before I, in different sizes, but these are completely customizable. Yeah, I don't think they've been sold in any Well, they've had like before. the Sphero droids, and then they've had... I remember Toys R Us used yeah, to have... They're not Spheros No, no, they're all, not Spheros, but, but I'm saying the, 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 the idea of selling a remote control astromech, let's say. I know they've had also, especially with Force Awakens, I think it was, and maybe even Last Jedi, you know, remote control droids little remote controllers you know you, you were oh, controlled yeah so they they have made these before i think maybe not exactly this size these guys are probably like i don't know maybe like nine inches They're like a foot yeah maybe. maybe almost a foot maybe not as big as the one that we have that was sold many many years ago that it that it that it, it reacts to your voice commands not that size it's it's a little smaller well than yeah that. that one's not even remote control it's just no voice that's commands. a different that's yeah. a different animal so the the hook of this particular thing that they're selling is the fact that it is completely customizable in terms of what colors you want, mix and match parts, you know, all that. It's almost like the Build-A-Droid action figure thing, but with a, for a remote control droid. Yeah. Uh, they also sell you all kinds of accessories that you can then put on. You know what it is? It's like the American Girl doll. It's like Build-A-Bear. <laughs> it's like Build-A-Bear. It's a Build-A-Bear, right. So you can buy, like, for for example, for an astromech, you can buy the uh, the serving tray from Java's Palace to put on top of them. Yeah, they have that. They have, like, uh, repair kits. They yeah. have stick stickers and stuff you could put yeah. on them. And they, have, they have like they have stickers with different colors on the parts, uh -huh. or, or you could get like full on plastic like pieces parts that you that could color. rip out and plate replace yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And I saw another thing where there was like attachments, like different arms. So we were able to go in there. No, no reservations. We just walked in. We wouldn't even have to wait. It happened to be, I guess, it was a time where it was pretty pretty quiet. So they they, they were letting us in without any any issues or anything. And and. Again, not only do you have all those accessories to buy if you want, but there is a whole bunch of merchandising having to do with droids, patches, uh, pins, Magnets. you know, all that kind of stuff that is, again, in-universe. It's it's slightly a little out of universe if you think about it. In other words, when you compare it to the antique shop, it's a little more commercial, more, more Disney-ish, if you will, you know, than, mm. than everything else. And it was cool because you also had, a, there was a section in the store where people are assembling their droids and all they can walk into that section. There's like a con yeah. conveyor belt. But you, where can, but you can watch them. Yeah, like you can watch them do it. it. Yeah. And you're pretty close to them, but it's it's neat. There's a conveyor belt and, and people are grabbing parts from the conveyor belt, mix and matching and that kind of thing and an area where they pay and whatever. But then all around the other side of the store is just stuff on the walls that you can buy and you know walk out of there with. And the other cool thing was that on the uh, ceiling, there's a ceiling conveyor belt similar to the one in the Geonosian Arena from uh, Attack of the Clones mm -hmm. where it's carrying things. Well, this thing is carrying replicas of droid parts, all kinds of droid parts. And up on the wall, again... A ton of droid parts, heads, feet, torsos, you name it. It's all droid parts, you know, all over the place. Then we wanted to give the Cantina a shot. Now, again, the Cantina, this one, another one that I, I kept hearing, reservation, you have to make a reservation. We tried downloading the app the day before, and I kept getting rejected. And, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know. 
granted, the cantina is, is, is basically a bar, you know, a cantina, but they also sell you these little snacky kind of foods, but you're really not going to go there for dinner. You know, it's not that kind of place. Uh, it, it's really so you can buy very expensive drinks. There was a line in front of it. I don't know, maybe 15 people in the line. And we asked, we were like, well, is this reservations only? And, and the guy said, apparently a combination of reservations and walk-ins. So we're like, oh, yeah. well, why don't we give it a try? Yeah, it sounds like maybe the reservations are for the tables and then for the, yeah, the main the bigger bar, groups, yeah. The main bar area, like you can just hop on in for those. Yeah, because the layout yeah. is a little different. So we were we were probably standing out there, you know, we put our names down and we were probably standing out there, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes tops. Yeah. And then they called our name and we walk in. And again, you have a, a bar scenario, which is, uh, I would say a little bit like Star Wars, let's say, you know, a, 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 a semicircular bar, you know, both sides identical in terms of the decorating um the side we were on you had uh all kinds of machines district you know the dispersing drinks but the the machines are a lot of them look a lot like the the type of stuff that you saw in the cantina and star wars you had those ig88 looking heads but what was cool is that all of the dispensers the actual lever where you press and the, the whatever fluid comes out they were all star wars themed so do you remember some of the things that like, were there they were all like decorated depending on like what drink it was like there's like an, some ewok drink where they it just says spear. like yub nub on it and there's like a spear and then there's like lightsaber there's a lightsaber one there there's was a bone there was a bone yeah there was stuff like that uh, like, i saw one that was the uh, the like the falcon hyperdrive rods yeah that i saw that yeah in that one was like of the them. hyperspace uh juice or whatever the heck they called it yeah and yeah. uh also on the wall you had decorations obviously there was like uh like a fish tank like an aquarium tank and inside there was like that uh that uh frog from outside jabba's palace or something like that mm -hmm. that's in there so they yeah. they do fill it with that uh you have the bartenders are running back and forth again everything you know all these drinks are are in world kind of drinks and and uh you know we the, the way it works is and again, I don't know if it's maybe because we didn't have a reservation, but like Kyle said, there were sections where there were these big tables like built into the walls. Again, just like the cantina where these private tables are kind of like in the yeah, wall. little booths. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some tables in the center, but we were at the bar. We were like leaning on the bar for the floor. Yeah, we had to stand up. And, and yeah. they were in there. They did tell us ahead of time, uh, two drinks maximum per person mm -hmm. and uh, average 34. 30, 35 minutes, I think. 45 minutes. 45 minutes, okay. Because they don't want you to spending like three hours in there. They want to get people in and out, in and out. So, okay, I, that's fine. I mean, and again, I'm, I'm not a big bar person. So, it's like, I, I, I don't know. After 10 minutes, I don't know what I would do anyway. So, let's see. Kyle and I had the, the blue milk. Yeah, they had like, it was a special... It wasn't the same as the one that they have at the stand. No, that's the it's, one. That's what Kim had the, the on Labor Day. That just a, just a glass. Yeah, of blue this milk. one it was like a bigger glass and it had a cookie on top. Two cookies. It had like a sugary kind of cookie and then on top of it a coconut. Kind oh, of I cookie. thought they were just connected. Like, no, it was I two it separate was, cookies. Because I just ate both at the same time. Oh no 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 no! I the, I I gave half of my stuff away to to Amanda and to Kim because I couldn't eat that. I mean, me that too. was too much cookie. It too was much too sweet. much cookie. Yeah, could, and then they put a hole through good, the cookie but... in the center and the cookies through the center so that you put your 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 straw goes right through it. Yeah. Now, keep in mind the 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 blue milk by itself. If you buy it in the street in the in the little cart area that they have. Mm -hmm. I think that was like what eight nine bucks. I, like I don't know. I think I it was know. eight or nine dollars. Again, super overpriced for, but it was it's tasty and and yeah. I and I would like I would like to get the recipe and try to see if I can recreate it here at home. In the bar, the same drink costs I think like maybe twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. 
And yeah. I guess, okay, well, the difference well, there's, is there's it's, more. it's a little more of it. Plus, they throw in those two cookies. And, you know, again, yeah. Disney cookies, they're not a dollar a piece. They're probably three, four bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see where the money goes for, for a drink like that. Those were non-alcoholic drinks. Amanda also had some other weird drink, non-alcoholic she drink. She had, uh, it was like... They, she had that hyperspace like punch thing juice or something, or something. Yeah. yeah which was kind of it, it was at first they had two colors it was kind of like blue yeah or light blue and purple there's some like fruity juice and then like the purple like they had like, the syrup that they yeah, shoot then in it mixes in and it becomes another it look, color it looks like the, it looks kind of like how in the hype and when you go into hyperspace it like the like stars stretch <laughs> that's kind of why they called it that i think yeah so she had that again non-alcoholic now your mom had fuzzy tauntaun i think it was something called. like that which it did have alcohol. It was a bizarre thing that I've never had before, which was kind of fruity, but then it had this kick. And I don't know if it was a spicy thing, but it was the type of thing where after you drink it, your tongue gets a little like numb. And it was it was a weird spice was that was s- in the drink. I was going to say, was it like dry ice or something? Or No, 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 no. Because I was, saw there was other drinks that had the dry ice where it was like that's smoking. That's different. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I was completely... No, this is something that has... Uh, and and I, I've seen this before where you take a, a drink and they add a weird spice to it that gives it this... this. It's, not, it's a non-alcoholic spice, but it's weird. But yeah, that was a bizarre drink. So again, we were there, what, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. you know, and then we walked around. There was Rex, the, the droid, as the DJ of the bar, yeah. and it, it was playing music, and I think, Kyle, you said that that music is going to be available, or it might be yeah, available. Yeah, there's, there's a, they, they announced it, I don't know if it's already out, but it's it's definitely coming out, or already out, it's a, yeah. it's an album that has 18 songs on it, and then, uh, but they also have the the land soundtrack to the John Williams oh, okay. land soundtrack at some I don't know if that's already out too or if that's coming at the same time I don't yeah, know I'm gonna have to look but yeah so after that now we're talking it's kind of like the afternoon uh, we head to the Falcon again now this is our second ride of the Falcon this time around it's about a forty minute wait and by the time we get to the front you know we we switch it around because last time Kyle and Amanda were the pilots and Kim and I were the gunners so this time we completely flipped. We were pilots, they were gunners, so it was completely different. Now, one of the things that I was able to understand a little, a little better, because it was so confusing, I guess, you know, it's the first time you're in, you're in shock, I guess, is where exactly are we and how exactly are we entering the Falcon? If the Falcon's outside, why are we inside a building, blah, 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 all that stuff. And it made a lot more sense the second time around. The Falcon is sitting outside of a building. We enter that building. You know, we walk around the Falcon, we enter the building. We go through the queue. We go up, like, I guess the equivalent of one floor or maybe two floors up, two stories up, three stories up, something mm-hmm. like that. And we're inside and we're getting our instructions from Hondo. And then Hondo is telling us about this mission that we're going to. So you see in the monitors behind him that the Falcon that is sitting outside through a computer monitor, it takes off and moves to a different area. And the big viewfinder, I guess, or the big screen behind Honda, you could see the Falcon is flying up, 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 and it lands right at your height, meaning that the Falcon moved from the ground floor to, for example, let's say a second or a third story landing platform in the building we're in. So... That's how, after we exit the Hondo area and start walking towards the Falcon, which, by the way, to get to the Falcon, the hallway that we're walking down the tunnel, it's kind of like a tunnel, it is exactly like an airport entrance ramp, you know, that leads you from the waiting area to to the plane. It's, It's those narrow 
you know, with the arrow, I think it has arrows on the floor pointing you which way to go and that kind of thing at an airport. Well, that's how it is. It's you're, you're, you're exiting one room, going down the tunnel, entering through one of the side airlocks. And you can actually see the, the round, the roundness of the side airlock as you're walking in. You know, when, when you're paying a little more attention the second time around, like I was, it, it made a lot more sense of how spatially, you know, the, the, the room, where exactly are we in all this? So that, that kind of made a little more sense to me. Second time around, we did a little better. Not a little better, but a little different because we were, again, we were switching responsibilities. So, you know, it's a little, I'll tell you the truth, it is a little difficult piloting. I was piloting the up and down motion and the hyperdrive and Kim was doing the left and right. Up and down was a little difficult because as you go up and down, it like the system lags. There's a lag. There's a slight delay in, 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 in the reaction time of all that stuff. So... The guns is a little different because the guns, you just press a button. But when you're actually flying the ship, it requires a little more, I don't know, flexibility because you have to kind of get into it really, really uh, seriously in order to not crash into everything like we like we did a lot. So after the uh, our second Falcon ride on that uh, Saturday, we once again went to the antique store. The rare antiquity, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, the on... Stars, uh, Den of Antiquities. Now, the main thing we wanted to see there was uh, the Thorian, the guy that runs it. Last time we were there, he wasn't functioning. He was kind of asleep. His eyes were closed and he was kind of lumped over there. And Kyle, remember, said he saw like a guy working on him. Yeah, there was a very small curtain on one side and there was like, they had a staff member like standing in front of it. While if you look like in between the slates of the thing, you can see there's a guy like bent over trying to fix it. Well, we walked in this time and he was fully chatty, talking in his own yeah. language, mo- head moving around, the body moving around, you know, like a, like yeah. an animatronic, a typical Disney animatronic. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I, I heard, I'm not entirely sure if this is true, that with your telephone, once you're involved in in, in um, interacting through the phone with a lot of this, this hidden messages and stuff like that, I think you might be able to translate or your phone might be able to translate what he's saying. We have to look into that next time. But okay. that was one of the things that we did on Sunday that at least Kim did was she did a lot of the the, the reading, hitting messages and all that kind of stuff. But uh, at the uh, antique shop there, one of the things I bought was um, off the bat, I want to buy everything. That that place is just incredible. The, 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 the cool thing that the lightsabers, we talked about it last time. Then I, I actually saw a secondary lightsaber that Kyle pointed out that he also talked about it. And this time I actually got to take a, closer look is the uh the jedi the temple, temple jedi guard. temple guard temple guard uh sabers oh my god those are so cool looking yeah, it's too. the yellow blade oh, it's like yeah there's there's like two different variants of it but the they only have the single bladed version at disney but in the clone wars there's also like like ray's lightsaber in that new trailer that they had yeah, where she has like the red about, lightsaber yeah. it's like that where it's a collapsible double blade it becomes double blade and it's then it's and they're they're yellow blades well yeah. the thing that i actually picked up was a little tiny statue of i think well it's because it's supposed to be a, a jedi master you know from from thousands of years ago or something yeah. i'm pretty sure it's the same one that's collapsed i think so in rogue yeah, one yeah i think I it's at least supposed to look like it yeah, yeah you see it in the sand and it's like the ruins of it and it's like yeah. a jedi holding a lightsaber yeah and it says inscribed it says like the as the force wills it but it's spelt wills yeah like, yeah so yeah i think that's what it is um and the funny thing was that it was the last one so i'm like oh my god it's the last one so 
just for the hell of it when I bring it out to the count. Now, here's another thing to keep in mind. If you guys go in there, if you're season pass holders, 20% off anything you buy. So make sure you tell them. And this is something you should do in Disney everywhere you go. A lot of places, not all of them, but a lot of places give you a discount. Sometimes it's 10%, sometimes it's 20%. If you are any sort of pass holder and you know you have your card and you can prove it, well, this little statue, the statue was only like 20 bucks. It wasn't that expensive. Uh, so it was even cheaper with a 20% uh, coupon uh, discount. But I brought it up there and I'm like, you know, can you like just open it just to make sure... And the real reason I wanted to open it, because Kim thought that it was made out of plastic. And she was like, $20 for a plastic thing is pretty crappy. Because the one that was on display was behind glass, so you couldn't touch it. So I had the guy open it, because I just wanted to see if it was plastic or not. But at this, but I said to the guy, oh, I just want to sure it's all right. Because it looked like the box was kind of open. So when he opens it, the whole sore was cracked off. So I was like, oh, crap, this is the last one, and it's broken. I'm like, hey, can you check the back, see if you got another? He's like, yeah, hold on, I'll come back. So like two minutes later, he came back with a brand new one, opened it, never it's been opened before. It felt like it was made out of some kind of stone material looking, feeling kind of thing, completely in good shape, so good. I was able to buy one, because if I, if I would have opened that at home and it was cracked, I would have just, oh, yeah, that you got to bring that back and get the receipt, and I'm like, ugh. But anyway, that's uh, that's one thing uh, that we did buy. A- another thing that actually we picked up outside at the um, one of those stands that they, because they also have a first order store, yeah, and then they also have a resistance rebellion store, but it's really outdoor carts like little shops. Well, yeah, because their the resistance one is supposed to be like a camp. And then the right. uh, the first order one is supposed to like be a like a like a bunker type thing next to the ship. The ship and the resistance one is close to the other ride that hasn't opened yet. It's at the yeah, beginning the, of the park, the entrance, the main yeah. entrance. Uh, what I, what we bought there was something that we saw at this little area that they have on your way to Toy Story Land that usually has some kind of movie playing about the history of Walt Disney, and they also have extra stuff, and sometimes they have stuff of future stuff of what's coming. Well, one of the things that was on display there was Galaxy's Edge, because that's been sitting there for yeah, a while Yeah, they had now. that whole model. Right, yeah, all, the, the whole, whole land and yeah. how it's going to look like. But they also have these individual other big models. They look like movie uh, ship props, like the ones they have at Launch Bay, but, it, but they're exclusively having to do with Galaxy's Edge. And one of the ships yeah. they show you, this huge ship, which is a, kind of like a rebel transport ship, yeah. that we couldn't figure out if we had seen it in any of the movies yeah because it looked similar to there's a ship in force awakens that leia comes in on but it but but and it was like painted similarly but but no it's not the same ship it's it's uh this is a whole new ship just for this ride yeah it's like a it's really hard to explain it's like a rebel transport it's very clone warish yeah, it's like a mix between uh like a blockade runner and yeah. and like the b the, not the b-wing the the rebel the, transport also that big pick not the, the, the u-wing ship. like the u-wing it's like a mix eh, between the u-wing and that like, yeah but bottom line is that i'm pretty sure i haven't seen it in the movie yet yeah it has so they actually had toys for that little die cast you know uh, i don't know four inch uh replicas and they also have replicas of a lot of the other ships that are either already there like the falcon like the uh, First Order, whatever weird ship that's sitting out there. The TIE Echelon. The A-Wing, the X-Wing, and they have TIE Fighters, too. Yeah, they have. Uh, they also have the little, uh, the First Order ATSTs too. Right, right. So, so because, again, these are, I believe, these are toys that are going to be associated with the other ride that hasn't opened yet. But anyway, I bought that one, too. It was cheap also, so that was kind of neat. 
as the afternoon hits and it starts to get dark, they start lighting up, uh, you know, for night. And there, I took a lot of pictures there. The way they light up the Falcon, the way they light up all the buildings, the rocks, the mountains, all that stuff looks really, really cool at night. You know, the pictures look completely different when you when you take pictures of, of that night light up action. Really, really cool. One of the things I was trying to get pictures of was that there's a certain a cycle to the Falcon, and I don't know if it's random or if it's timed and it's always the same, but it, the, the, there seems to be some randomness to it. Every now and then you'll hear the Falcon trying to take off, like the engine's trying to come on, and then you get the, the brr, 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 and then brr, like it dies away. So you get that. Then sometimes you get like steam coming out of some of the uh, vents underneath as if it's exhaust, you know, like some sort of exhaust. So you get that kind of stuff. And I was trying to get a picture of the vents venting out steam. And I have a feeling that they're not completely timed because I might be imagining this, but I got to a point where every time I would get close to the Falcon, it would stop doing it. And if I would just turn around and walk the other way, it would come off. So I was convinced that there was somebody somewhere watching me and just messing with me. And whenever they would notice that I would walk away, they would turn it on. And then they would, when they noticed, I would get pissed off because by the time I run back and take my picture, they would stop. So eventually I was able to take a couple of pictures of the steam coming out. But again, it, it was it was so random that I had a feeling it might have been controlled. It might have been somebody actually controlling it and just messing with the guests. Yeah. So wouldn't surprise me if that's what they did. There was also a lot of appearances by Chewbacca, you know, somebody wearing a Chewbacca costume, that sort of thing. He would go near the Falcon, check underneath, make sure everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody dressed up as Ray also. Yeah, she would do the same thing with the Falcon, yeah, but she'd she also would, do it with the A-Wings. Yeah, she'd walk around and do that kind of thing. Then the, 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 the rebel spy, the yeah, resistance spy. Yeah, uh, I believe V. Yeah, she was a little less because she's supposed to be hiding from the. Yeah, you'd see her like hiding behind like like the first time we saw her, she was hiding behind one of those speeders, and yes. then, like you could barely see her. You just hear see her wig like popping up. It's like what? And last time we also talked about you know Kyle was talking about how they didn't have a show that was planned or at least uh, on the schedule, but this time yeah. he did get to see the 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 middle towards the end of some kind of well, presentation. Yeah, right? I got to see. I got. I think I got to see everything except for the one that I really wanted to see. Because a lot of these interactions are actually like unscripted random, but some of them are scripted. They just have them appear like randomly, like they'll they'll have it at a random well, time. Why don't you tell us about the one you saw? Okay, so and who the, was there? The first, the, the main one that that I saw, it was at the Thai Echelon. Yeah, the an Imperial officer comes off of the uh, comes out of the ship with two stormtroopers, and he's basically talking about how the resistance is here, and he needs people to find the resistance, blah blah blah. And then Kylo Ren comes out and basically does the same thing, and he chokes the officer, and then all of them come off the stage and start walking around the park yep. in like circles, like, and they're asking people if they've seen anything. The thing that I haven't seen that I've seen. In Cal- I've seen from videos of the California one yeah. where some of the stormtroopers have like like they have fireworks attached to their blasters okay. and they do they do like a shootout on top of like all these like piping and stuff mm-hmm. like by where the speeders are yeah and uh and and V and Chewbacca are are fighting them off on that and you get to watch that but um I haven't seen that yet that's like the only interaction that I know of that I haven't seen that I really want to see but everything else is either like like they'll have the stormtroopers come down randomly, or they'll be um, up on like a balcony or something. 
but I've seen like, but but I realized with when the first order was walking around that there was some stormtroopers up there and then there was some walking. So they had like four stormtroopers out at the same time with Kylo Ren and the officer. Well, that was, uh, let's see, that was towards the end of the day on Saturday. But another thing that we did on Saturday, just as a quick bonus, we made a run for Slinky Dog at Toy Story Land because we had never seen that. Well, yeah. We have never been able to get on that ride because yeah. we can never get a fast pass and the line is always over over an hour long. And I think we ended up waiting maybe 40 minutes or something like that. It wasn't yeah. that long because obviously everybody was at Galaxy's Edge. So we had fun. We, we all, just the three of us, we went on that one. That was neat. And then on our way out of the park, we stopped at Star Tours again. Might as well stop. The line was like, what, five minutes or some ridiculous. Yeah, the line's been like five minutes the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah there was no wait whatsoever in, 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 in any of that kind of stuff. Where normally mm-hmm. there's usually at least a 20 minute, 30 minute wait, but no, that thing was dead. So we walked in, and now we have to keep in mind that they have this thing now where if you go to the right side, it's the new movies. If you go to the left side, it's the old movies and the prequels. So we made sure we wanted to go to the left, and uh, we lucked out. As far as I'm concerned, we lucked out because the the, the first uh, encounter or the first trip was Hoth, and the second one was Coruscant. Hoth, to me, is my favorite one of all of them. If I could always go to Hoth, I'd go to Hoth because it it's really, really cool. So Yeah, because it just... As a refresher, the right side is not as random because it only focuses on the resistance in the first order and that era. Like there's there's very little variation. There's two movies. There's just two movies. Yeah, there's, it's, there's it's Force Awakens and Last Jedi. That's yeah, then there, there's only two planets. It's Jakku and and uh, Kree. Kree. Yeah, and then um, but and then it ends with Batuu, which is kind of cool. But, right. But but then the other sides they have way more variations right because you have three, there's like six different you have planets. six movies right yeah. six different movies six different locations six different planets yeah. so that's kind of cool which we'll talk about in a minute because we we actually went again now jump to Sunday Sunday was the day that original that the whole point of this trip for this weekend not even Labor Day but just this weekend was to be able to get in early ironically we were able to do everything without even having to get there early we did everything. We did a lot of stuff on Labor Day. We did a lot of stuff on Saturday. Sunday, yeah. we got there at 6 in the morning. We were there early. We we didn't make the opening. We weren't there waiting in line. You know, we couldn't make it fast Yeah, we enough. were like 10 minutes late. Which is fine because yeah. there was still a 50-minute wait to get into the ride, which is no big deal. And, it, and it's you figure it's expected because it's the rush of everybody who's there for the extra. They call it extra, extra magic hours. And that is... Normally, extra magic hours is like one extra hour. Usually, the park opens at 9, so if, you, if you're at a resort, you can get there one hour early at 8. Well, these extra, extra magic hours were only part- certain participating hotels. They would let you in at 6 in the morning. So, you're basically getting there two hours before the people that get there one hour before the people that get yeah. there without any magic hours. So... No big deal. It was not crowded at all. You know, you could walk anywhere. You know, the marketplace was pretty empty. You could walk into any store. You know, no big deal. We got on the Falcon. It was a 50-minute wait. But again, it felt much faster than that. Mm-hmm. The queue was in a completely different area that we, that if we were like, oh my God, this is so far away. Yeah, they. I think they just didn't have the things like roped properly at the time. So they just right. like, okay, let's just ride it out. Once we were in the queue, they adjusted it so that... People were queuing in the right area that they had been queuing on the previous two days. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that long line completely disappeared because 
they were in the proper queue. So the queue was really basically the same as it was the last two days. Not nothing, nothing, uh, you know, insane about it. Uh, we went on all the shops again, pretty much as much as, you know, visited most of them. Not, not again, no, no super big, big deal about it. We did star tours again. We went back out of the park and, and, and did star tours this time around. Again, we went to the left, but this time the first place is Kashyyyk. The second place is Geonosis. Now, that is not my favorite location, but it is one of the rarest locations as far as the randomness of how that thing works. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad because, you know, if I have a choice, Hoth would be one and, and this combination would be the other. And I never really noticed it before until we were talking about it with Kyle is that when you're in Kashyyyk, I'm thinking Kashyyyk as in Kashyyyk from Revenge, Revenge of, of the Sith. Sith. Like it, it, it is, but, but it's... they they also add characters from Return of the Jedi. There's yeah, a there's they add a the scout, biker scouts. The biker scouts. I was like, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be in the Imperial era still. Right. Yeah. And then when you're in Geonosis, which I always thought of Geonosis as you're flying around in this asteroid field and then you jump to a Death Star. And if you think about it, okay, well Geonosis, that's Attack of the Clones, so how could they mix it with a Death Star location? Because that's original well, trilogy. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that the guy chasing you through Geonosis in space with, with, with Slave One is Boba Fett, not Jango Fett. And I'm like, wait yeah, a minute. I could talk about this very in depth. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing. Star Tours is not canon in any way because of the amount of absurdity and randomness and how quick it takes to get to each planet. Well, But the thing is with... Genosis and the Death Star is that in canon, for a large time that the Death Star was being constructed was was over Geonosis. Yeah, yeah. And that's what yeah. that is supposed to replicate, I think. Yeah, it's, it's Boba Fett. In right, the it's thing. Boba Fett. You thought it, it was Django Fett at first. I was like, what? no, it's well, not Because I'm thinking... I'm because th- I. It's the green and brown Slave well, 1. that's the yeah. thing. I'm not even thinking of that. I'm thinking the scene from Attack of the Clones. And the other thing is like, Vader... It's supposed to be a homage to that, but it's 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 original trilogy style. Yeah. The other thing, yeah, Vader shows up. He's flying his, his TIE Intercept. His, well, yeah, his, 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 his TIE Advanced. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, wait a minute, that thing was destroyed and i don't think they ever showed a second no, I, one i think it's technically supposed to be before that like but it's not it, like it, yeah it's just because there's yeah, it there's makes a whole, sense because we don't blow up the death star there's we a can, whole we history the there's star. a whole history between the empire the death star and the geonosis because in the process of the making the death star they like gassed out all the geonosians because they yeah. didn't want anybody to talk about it and it was just it, it, there's a whole right, thing that, there. They have, it, the right. there's a whole Star Wars Rebels episode about it. Like it's, yeah. Well, the other thing I want to mention is a couple of nitpicky things that, you know, when you're bored and you're waiting in line and something, you start noticing things and you start like again. That's this is what we do. We're Star Wars crazy Star Wars fans. You know, we start nitpicking. One of the things I notice is that the X-wing that's on display out there. It's out of proportion. I, at, at first, I thought it was within proportion. The A-wing looks pretty much in proportion. Yeah. The X-Wing, to me, the wings look a little short. The, the, the wingspan should be wider. Yeah, I think they use a little bit of force perspective because yeah. it's it's a higher up on the ground. Yep. And I think they're counting on that to right. like, balance it out. You're not looking at it down or straight. You're looking at it up. Because I remember seeing, like, they made a... I mean, I know the um, the original trilogy X-Wings are a little bit bigger, I think. But, yes. but, um, but like that, they made a life-size one in Times Square out of Lego. Uh-huh. And that one is... It's... it's 
twice the size of yeah. that ship. Like, this one also, uh, yeah. what I did notice is that the nose, the the whole the, the the length of the nose should be a lot longer. Yeah, they're they're really counting on the force protection. But I mean, the, the entire park is like that. It's I mean, most a lot of Disney architecture they do that effect and it works. And for me, honestly, the it worked for me too. I don't really care that much. I wasn't really that insane about it. Now you. <laughs> we did have a time today, Sunday, to hit the Falcon a second time, and we did. This time around, it was only a 30-minute wait as we were kind of getting ready to leave. Yeah, we, we switched positions yeah, again. Yeah, we were, we were both pilots. We were both pilots again, but we switched seats. Yeah, so you were left I and right. I was left and right, yeah. and, and you were up and down in yeah. hyperspace. I found left and right to be really comfortable, really responsive to yeah. where I wanted it to go, as opposed to when I was doing the up and down. How did you feel? I, I felt a similar way. I just felt like like up and down, I think I got the hang of it really well. I think, but like, like same thing, like if I were to ride it again and do the same, like either the left or right or the up and down, I feel like I'd start doing it really great. But with the up and down, there's like, a, there's certain parts of the, uh, of the ride where there are like these very thin pillars and stuff that, yeah. that you would end up crashing into. And like, yeah. you can, it's not that you can barely see them. It's that you think that you would not, it wouldn't matter. Like it wouldn't cause any did, damage. Did you feel there was a little delay in what you wanted it to do a and little how it bit. did it? Yeah, it? Well, it depends. You have to remember that it also like, like pulling back is going up and pulling, right. pushing forward. It's and going I, down. I yeah. forgot a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wait, wait, stop. No, no, no. You know? The other thing was when we were getting on the ride, one of the uh, cast members there said for the gunners, oh, by the way, you can put it on automatic or you can do it manual. Yeah, I didn't and I, know that. The that first was... time I did it the, the, the other day. Yeah, uh, I was assuming it was automatic. Too. I thought there was no there was no choice. And apparently there is a choice. And they said, if you do it in manual, you do get more points. You get more points as opposed to doing an automatic. Yeah, but it's know. a little bit more difficult. It's a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. I think, because mom tried it apparently that last time she did oh okay. I, I mean i she, it didn't sound like she did so well with it but yeah. like she said like yeah it there's like three buttons and you like there's an up down before buttons up down left and right and then you there's the trigger button but i i, I couldn't i would not be able to and you have to pay attention to the buttons and yeah. not pay attention to the movie. You yeah, want to see the I, movie. I just set it to automatic, even though it, yeah. it's obviously not going to be as many points. But So the only thing we really didn't get to do at this point is engineer. Yeah. And it's it's difficult because we're a party of four, so we're always yeah. the first people to go in. Now, I don't know if we'll... We we're would, the only people to go well, in. Well, actually, this last time, it was just... Yeah, you said, you said it right. Yeah, it was four, just us four, four, and then they set uh, like AI for the... Yeah, they set, it, they set the it up automatic. I wonder if you could request, instead of being a gunner, being an engineer. Because the engineers are most likely maybe single rider people or party of twos that are going to get stuck with the, yeah. the, the, the least desirable job, I like, guess. Like if we go with the, the grandparents, we can, we can fill up well, the whole thing. Well, if you have six yeah. people in the, in the we'll thing. We'll have six people. We could figure that out. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was it. The, again, another nitpicky thing I want to mention is that when you're queuing in the building to go to the Falcon ride and you have... This section where there's a window, and I know I keep harping on it, and you guys are probably sick of hearing me about it. You do hear, like, mechanics talking to each other, joking around, fighting, whatever. Oh, yeah. There's a window that, to me, I think maybe it's something that they're working on to future usage, and that is to have some kind of animatronic mechanic talking to you, you know, to entertain you while you're on the queue, or some video projection of some people talking because to yeah. me, it looks like there's a glass window and behind the glass or in front of the glass, there's some kind of red thing covering it. And I keep saying, you know, in Star Tours, you have a similar window like that, but there's two 
Mon Kyle animatronics moving around yeah. talking in there. Well, they, they don't move around. They just sit there. Yeah, they just sit there. But, yeah. but and, and then there's some other projection windows that stuff happens in the projections, whether it's shadows yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So to me, it seems like a complete waste of why would you build a window and highlight it so much, you know, that everybody can see it to not make it do anything. Yeah. So I have a feeling just like the Ethorian that was functioning, maybe that's something that's in the works. Yeah, my... my th- because you, you got to entertain people while you're in that queue. Yeah, you know? I know they have... Like I know you're talking about the window things, like the start tours. They have one in the that the the toy shop, the like the the, the handmade toy shop. Yeah. You can see there's there's a window with a with a toy dairy and like as if it's like one of those like security windows. Oh yeah, I where it's like just making sure nobody steals anything. Yeah. yeah. So overall, that was our our three yeah. day experience. I I have only one nitpicky oh, thing yeah, yeah. too. What do you got? My nitpicky thing is I just want them to completely bulldoze the Muppet Land, <laughs> and then that way they can merge. They can, and then maybe refurbish the outside of Star Tours so that it matches up with Batu, and they just add a little couple more things in the middle there. Star Tours could work. I mean, they yeah. would. They, I don't they, think they would ever move it. But, I, I, I but don't think they need to move it. Would it would work. Yeah, within I think the theme. What, what they could do is if they reskin the outside, make it look like yeah. it's on Batu instead of Endor. Okay. And then if they maybe change some of the the programming on the inside, so that every one of those things lands on Batu, and then. Yeah, just keep make it make it in the same theme, and then this, all the Muppets stuff. Just tear all that down. <laughs> I, I, I mom gets angry every time I talk about it, but I just want them to tear all the Muppet stuff down and put maybe another ride there or something, or like they could put like I don't know, like a state like a stage well, or something. They could do like another. The Muppets had a know. resurgence a couple of years ago, and it flopped. Yeah, it flopped. and now apparently there's another Muppet yeah, resurgence to do coming. For Disney so Plus. I, don't I don't think they're going to abandon the Muppets. Yeah. The other thing is uh, Launch Bay. Launch Bay has a lot of Star Wars stuff too. Yeah. That I would not be upset at this point if they got rid of Launch Bay simply because we have this new area now. But the problem is that Launch Bay is not an in-universe location. No, it's like a museum. Launch Bay is a museum. It's a, a ma- it's a making of Star Wars yeah. Which kind it, of it's, area. It's cool, but like I can live without that now. That was what I that was there made specifically for to hold people off for the new land. That's and they also the have the, uh, the 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 stage show, the Star Wars stage, which is yeah. at, completely at the entrance yeah, of the park. That, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get rid of that at some point soon. They but, could yeah. bring it over to that side. That's something. I, I don't think it's, they can fit it there. Well, they can make it smaller because it's mo- it's mo- it's funny. We asked because we were wondering how do they. Well, also that stage show isn't canon either. It's not. Well, it's just nothing. it has every character from every era in there, pretty much. You know, so nothing. Is really canon, and we asked the guy because we were wondering. We were like, "How did they assemble this thing?" Because when we walked in the park this morning, it wasn't there, and then later in the day, it was magically there. I thought they always left it there. No, apparently, what the guy told us is that it comes from the uh, Jedi training academy area. Yeah, behind Star Tours is where they and they wheel these things, these modular pieces, one at a time, and then assemble it. And then, I guess at night, they disassemble it and they wheel it back out. I thought they just like fold everything down so it's flat and then no, they leave it there. No, 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 no. Mm. But anyway, the only place we didn't go was the build your own lightsaber place. Yes. I, 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 that's, here's another thing that I want to say because everything there is so expensive. Like the only thing that, and I, and like everything is cool and I want everything. But the thing that like I want the most is one of those lightsabers. They'll build your own. Yes, I would. That's the only thing I would buy, like myself. Well, a lot of people were buying them. A lot of people, you saw them walking yeah. around with those special yeah. covers. I saw a lot of them walking around. They they look awesome. I want it so bad. I know, like some of my friends in college want them. I personally yeah. wouldn't want them. I would want the. I like the the real ones, the ones that are based on. And, and in my yeah. personal, in my personal opinion, I mean, my personal preference is the Jedi Temple guy 
and the Ahsoka ones because those are the only ones I don't yeah, have those, a version yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think also I noticed with the, the Asajj Ventress one and the Luke one, I think they, they're they not because they're not the same as the FX ones. The, the, the Luke one, the one here has like a very thick thing because like you had to be able to fit the batteries yeah but somehow the disney one they managed to make it thin like it actually is you in know, the movie it's funny you mentioned that because i also noticed that for example the ahsoka ones are super thick yeah and i would imagine i i always thought hers would be much smaller and thinner because she's got smaller hands well the thing is they're, they're they're not exactly like but also like like i was also looking at the asajj ventures one this one that we have is super based off the, I mean, yeah. they're both based off the Clone Wars, but this one's like super thick and yeah. it's like a dark blue. It's like the Dooku one. The one, one. there yeah. is like a more of like a gunmetal. Oh. And it's, and it's, and it's a little bit smaller. Because these too. new ones are Disney brand. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, these, the new Disney ones are actually a lot, I think they're a lot more accurate than right. these I ones. I mean, they're metal, they're metal and heavy, just like anything. Yeah. There's like these good ones, but it's a different uh, and they're, vendor. They're, yeah. And also because the, you, you'll be able to take out, I think the. The crystal? The crystal. Yeah. Oh, like, like the build your owns. Yeah. Uh, you I can see. take out the crystals. Now, again, the catch for these is that you first you buy the hilts. Uh, yeah, for example, hilts are, Ahsoka is $200 for two hilts yeah. and then 50 bucks for each blade. So yeah. you're talking about $300 or more. Well, 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 let's, I would say a better example would be, let's say the Jedi Temple Guard one, which yeah. is like, I think the cheapest one, one of the cheapest ones. It's like 130 And then you add on $50 for the blade. blade. So it's one. One eighty plus tax, the airlines. Plus tax. Now, now keep in mind again, and I'll say it again: if you are a pass holder, use that yeah. discount because they accept the discount. You got to yeah. you got to shave off 20 percent yeah. off of that price. I don't know if they'll do that for the build your own savers. Oh, though, I don't know because that's like a whole experience. Yeah, you know? and it, and it's and different stores accept different restaurants accept it. Some do, yeah. some don't. Stores some like do, the some restaurants don't. don't accept the pass holder discount. Some do in, 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 well, in Galaxy's in, in Edge. Galaxy's Edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks like most of the stores do. Yeah, we, we, we were able to use them in, in the places we went to. But anyway, I don't know if we've exhausted this place. Uh, I don't know if there's anything new that we haven't experienced that we are going to experience in the future. Other than the lightsabers. <laughs> other than the lightsabers. And obviously in December 5th, when the other side of the... Uh, that new ride will come out. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't I think know. that's the only thing they're adding. It's just the ride. There's no yeah. like, extra booths or that's anything. That's the thing. I, I'm, I'm hoping that... But I, we would have seen at least the locations by I, now I if also, there are any new buildings. I have a feeling, too, that like after the movie comes out, the next movie will come out they'll they'll add some more stuff or something uh, who knows who knows but the closest thing we can compare this is when they opened pandora and how it was something new and then we got to see everything in that new world this new world is much bigger there's oh, yes. more it's stuff like, it's like three times the size right, right. there's yeah. more i already stuff. said this i think earlier. Yeah, yeah yeah you did you did there, there's more stuff and especially because we're such fans that there's just there's by volume there's more stuff there's and just like moments where you can just sit in one spot for like an hour we, and you well would we not were get sitting bored. by the falcon just watching it get darker yeah and it was just i was just enjoying myself sitting uh, on the edge of the falcon there yeah just you, watching you it just, light up yeah, and just you taking watch pictures and and then you see like all the other people having like their custom lightsabers yeah. out and then you have sometimes the stormtroopers or chewbacca will walk by every once in a while so i have a feeling just like they do in any part of Disney, if they don't necessarily build some something huge and big more to add to it, they're going to do little customizable things. Whether it's a little stage show or a little presentation or some kind of interactive thing. Yeah. Again, Kim was able to do a lot of that phone stuff that apparently is huge with kids 
you know, where you can decipher messages, yeah. you can translate things. She was trying to get this thing where it's she was radar. trying to al- align like the radar or antenna. Yeah, and it gave her like a message. Right, and then like when, she, when she perfectly aligned the phone, it told, you know, the, fo- yeah. the noises went off and, and then it gave her a new message. So there's there's a whole bunch of other, yeah, like, I guess it's the, the, the Pokemon Go technology. You know, of not inter- exactly, but right, yeah, but, but it, the, I know the, what you're the saying. level of interactivity with your phone that yeah. never used to. In the past, if you guys remember, they would give you a little radio or something, and you could go to different places and do things. Then there was a bear that could talk to you, and then there was like a like a bear thing that you would carry around, and, and you could oh. make it talk and stuff like. So that's all out the window now. Now you do everything with your with your cell phone, with your smartphone. So that's a whole other uh, part, but. Merchandise, there's so much cool merchandise. You'd, you'd go crazy yeah. in there. But we loved it. We had fun. And I want to, as usual, thank Kyle for joining me today to, to go over three days at Galaxy's Edge. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. We tried to cover as much as possible of Galaxy's Edge. There are still certain things that are coming, as I mentioned. They'll be here probably around December. And we will give you an update on how good those other things are especially that main main ride and hopefully there might be some other surprises that they might be adding to the park probably not too big but little things because they're always tweaking things so on behalf of everybody here thanks for listening and we'll see you soon here at geekfest france bye-bye everybody Thank you, Bob. Uh, I'll first say you did a great job. Thank you very much. Coming from you, that means a lot. Well, it could have gone very bad. <laughs> but it didn't. It's much, it's Star Tours on steroids at a level you can't possibly believe. And uh, I'd also like to thank all the Imagineers who, and others here that made this thing possible, because it's. It's the first time that, because I worked with the Imagineers a long time ago, and we did, you know, everything was like it was in the olden days, where it was very hard to do anything. So now the technology is here. This thing is amazing. It's really something that you couldn't even dream about 20 years ago. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It was a great experience for me, and uh, I think that we'll... uh, uh, you'll change your life. If you would like to subscribe to our show, send us messages, or see video links to some of the topics we talked about today, please visit our homepage at geekfestrants.com or our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or iTunes at Geekfest Rants. I don't know what we're yelling about! Geekfest Rants is produced by Carlos Perone, copyright 2019. <laughs>